Amen, amen. Well, good morning, everybody. Come on, that was kind of weak. Really? Come on, get excited. We're in church today. Did you, there you go. That's better. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, pacify the pastor. Come on. Well, I hope you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving. It was pretty fantastic. I mean, come on. Time off work. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of food. You know, we went to Oklahoma and got to spend it with the kids. And we're kind of in this stage where we're not really... Thanksgiving's a little difficult because our family's in two different places. And, but you want to be here and be with your family here, but you've got your kids out there going to school and you want to be with them. And so we're kind of up in the air and didn't really know what to do. So we just chose to go out there and uh, have Thanksgiving with the kids. And which really was fantastic. We took a dish, a large dish of dressing or stuffing if you're from the north, and we took that out and we required all the kids to put together a dish. All right? And you guys would love this. Because Austin made his little dish, Anna cooked her little dish, Jessica cooked her little dish, and Tucker cooked his dish. And those of you that know Tucker, that's a feat. He's, he's coming so long. I'm so proud of that young man. You guys will be, you guys will be proud to, to see him there growing into the things of God. And he's, just, he's getting into himself, and he's really doing good. And so it was a good day. It was a good day. It really was. Good to see the kids and good to have a good dinner with them. But before I go any further, I see somebody out there I want to point out, because this week is all about thanks, and I want to show my gratitude, and that is, of course, Mike Bell. Let's all give him a hand. <laughs> I know he doesn't want this. But those of you that, <laughs> you know, a lot of prayers went out for him. I know when we started the church, it was what, it was just a few weeks, what long was it, about a month after we started the church, Mike got deployed, it was Afghanistan, right? Afghanistan, so he got deployed, and you know, I'm thankful for you guys, I know you guys don't like the pats on the backs and all, but you deserve it, you know, it's because of you guys that we have the freedoms that we have here, and you know, I'm thankful for that, and you, to take time to, to choose a life where you know you're going to get separated from your family for a time like that, that's, you know, that's a calling, it is truly, just like ministry is a calling, military is definitely a calling, Amen. Well, glory to God. We had a good week. We had a wonderful visit with the Durants on Tuesday night. Thank you all for coming. It was an amazing, amazing time. I think we had about 45 people here, which was fantastic for a Tuesday night in the middle of the week before Thanksgiving. So everybody was preparing to travel. And I want to to, to touch on one thing, and that was a healing service, all right? And I I just want to encourage everybody. We had about 15 or 17 people come down to get prayed for. And some people got their healing, and some people are maybe up in the air on that. Well, I want to encourage you about this, about healing. Sometimes it happens miraculously, and I've seen that. I remember the first time I laid hands on somebody and a deaf man could hear. I think it shocked me more than it shocked him. It was, I don't know who was more surprised, you know, but it happened. But then again, some people don't receive their healing miraculously. I think about my mom, who eventually went home to be with the Lord. But she told me one time when she was on her, one of the times she was in the hospital, she told me, she said, my struggles and what I'm dealing with in this life doesn't change the truth of the Word of God. And I was like, wow. And I'm talking about she's just barely alive when she's telling me this. Because my mom would always proclaim her healing. And that particular time, yeah, she got, she got over that. Sometimes it's a process. Because remember, it's a battle. You're in a spiritual battle. And anytime you're in a battle with somebody, when you fight back, what do they do? They fight back. 
So naturally, if the enemy thinks that he can continue to push back against you and keep these symptoms on your body, eventually he's hoping you'll back down. You'll stop believing. You'll stop hanging in there. Amen? So I want to encourage you. If you, maybe you didn't completely get your healing 100%, don't give up. Stay encouraged. What does that mean? That means the symptoms may still be there, but you still proclaim and believe the Word of God daily over your life. I remember a gentleman that I, I went to the hospital and visited him four times, and he had cancer. Four times. And every time I'd go see him, he would tell me, I was like, oh, it's good to see you. And he said, I'm healed. I'm healed. In Jesus' name, Jesus made me whole. He would always tell me that. First the words out of his mouth. And eventually, he was 32 years old at that time, and about a year later, completely healed. Went completely in remission. But he would not give up. He did not waver from the truth of the Word of God. So just, I said all that to say, to encourage you to hang in there, stand on the Scripture. You've got a church family that's going to be there with you, and go after it. And let's believe God until that healing gets there in your body. Amen. Well, glory to God. Well, Let's, let's get into the message today. And I titled this An Attitude of Gratitude. We're talking about Thanksgiving. And how many of you know having the right attitude, it determines a lot in your life, right? If you have an attitude for success, you know, you're not always going to be successful, but you're going to do better than the people that have an attitude for defeat. All right? And then that's a choice. That's a choice. But having that right attitude, it, it just sets you in a place to, to make it a little easier for you. And it's not going to come natural, all right? That's the interesting thing about an attitude. It doesn't just come naturally. You have to cultivate it and develop it, all right? And we're talking about Thanksgiving. So let me ask you a question, or better yet, you guys asked yourself this question. Do you have a problem with bitterness, selfishness, pride? Huh? Or as the youth would say, saltiness? Don't be salty. <laughs> well, Seriously, we all have those moments, right? Or, let me ask you this, are you that person that's so negative, so negative that even your family doesn't want to be around you? Come on. Somebody's sitting there, I know exactly who that was. He was sitting across the table from me the other day. Golly, I wish he'd just go home, you know? And some of you may be easing down in the seat. Oh my gosh, that's me, you know? Well, that was me. It really was me before I got true revelation of who God was in my spirit and understood what he was doing for me. I was horrible, Michelle can tell you. No, don't tell him. That's okay. But that was me. I had a problem with being so negative, you know. Well, today we're going to look at Ephesians five fifteen through 20, and I'm going to read this out of the New Living. It says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants to do, you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, and making music to the Lord in your hearts. That's praise, just like what we just did. And give thanks, give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look, we need to learn to always be thankful. Always. Always. And I know we thank God for the basic stuff, right? I mean, you know, if it's a good day, oh, thank you, Father, you know. And, and let me say this. I'm going to say this. I was about to say we thank God for our food. You know, I was reading through some church statistics the other day. And did you know that only, as a, from the survey, 23% of Americans actually do a blessing or a prayer before their meal now? 
ooh, that's not, that's not good. That's not good. And the number one reason for not doing it is they don't want to offend anybody in the restaurant. Mm, listen, we're called to be set apart. We're called to be different, all right? But we need to learn to be thankful, to be able to be, to have that confidence and that boldness to be thankful to our Heavenly Father because you think and look at what He did for each and every one of us. Oh my gosh, we can't thank Him enough. And you know, He created us to praise Him. He created us for fellowship and He created us to worship Him. Amen. And that's where having the right attitude comes into play. An attitude of gratitude. Everybody say, attitude of gratitude. That's right. Now let's talk about just us as a people, all right? People in general are selfish. Human nature is selfish. Human nature is, I want everything to make me feel good, and you, I want you to do everything to make me feel good, right? It is. And I know it's getting a little deep in here today, but that's okay. That's all right. That's just human nature. That's the way we are. But you need to understand that about ourselves, Okay? And uh, people, (laughs) it's so amazing how people are so driven to only satisfy themselves. You see, Jesus came to serve, and he set that example before us. And we're to call to be set apart and to continually grow to be more like him. But instead, so many people are driven to satisfy themselves. You, you, You see this, especially at Thanksgiving. You see it a lot, but I was thinking about this when I was putting this message together. They were showing the videos of all the chaos in the Black Friday shopping. And, you know, listen, I love a deal. And I'm not condemning anybody that goes Black Friday shopping. But come on, to get caught up in that chaos, in that confusion, in that mob mentality, to the point to where you're going to trample somebody almost to death or shoot somebody over saving 50 or 100 bucks? Come on, that's not, that's not a good way to do it. That's not a good way. But it's all driven from selfishness. They want, they want what they want. They want that. I've got to have that. I saw one video of a lady in, in, in London. She snatched the TV from a kid's hand. I mean, just snatched it. The video, she clearly snatched it. And then, of course, that lady dropped and jumps on this lady. And it was, it was really, it was crazy. But we're a selfish people by nature. We are. Now, let me ask you this. And then nobody answered this, okay? Maybe you should ask yourself. <laughs> how many times has somebody done something for you and you just simply forgot to thank them? maybe you forgot, or maybe you feel like you just deserved it. And I'll give you an example. Let me give you an example. And I'm talking about me here. And I'm preaching to myself today, because this human nature is not just simply to be thankful. A few weekends ago, we had uh, the, the Garners, and they're not here today, but they, they invited the whole church to their house for a Thanksgiving dinner on a Saturday. And that was an ordeal. I mean, they had to prepare everything. Now, we brought food, but they had to get the place ready, get the grills ready. Mike had to get, go around, and it was we were doing a bonfire. We were doing hay rides, and Mike had to get all the firewood, get all that cut, get it loaded on the trailer, go get the other trailer, connect it to the tractor, put all that hay on there for the hay rides. And the whole time, the whole night, Mike was spent keeping the fire going and then doing hay rides. And that's great. That's great. But I realized something when I was putting this together. I, myself, I just never thank them for that. Now, I understand Mike and, Mike and Laurel, that's their ministry. They know that. They've done this forever. And they don't want a thanks. But it's the fact that they deserve that thank you and I just simply forgot. Right? We're human. Nobody's perfect. Amen? Amen. But it happens. 
It happens. I don't ever want anybody to ever feel underappreciated. And it's a choice, though. You have to be intentional to push yourself to see the opportunities to thank people for things that they do in your life. Amen? It's not a natural response. You're going to have to push yourself to do this. And that's what we're talking about, creating the right attitude, an attitude of gratitude. And listen, when you have the right attitude, it brings joy in your life. All right, so much joy in your life. And, 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 and it also brings the peace of God. Because when you have a thankful heart, you're being more like Jesus. That's when you're, who, who set that perfect example before us. Amen. Jesus came to serve and we're to go after that, follow his example. Now, set apart, be set apart. Everybody, remember to be set apart. We got people that are non-Christians that need to see that you're different. They need to see there's something special in your life. Now think about this. People, people in general are at different levels in their thankfulness. All right? Some people that are at a level, they're at the bottom level. These are the people that are constantly complaining. All right? These are the ones always griping. And all, nothing is never good enough. All right? Pretty miserable people to be around. And they live a pretty miserable life. Right? Well... Some of you are sitting there, I know exactly who that is. All right, but don't, just keep it to yourself. But listen, then you got people, they're not always complaining, but they're just unhappy, okay? And they never give thanks for anything, but they just kind of take things for granted. Not good, right? Not good. But then you have people, now this is where it's going to get interesting, you have people that are thanking God, and thanking everybody when everything's going good. Ooh. Wait a minute. Now, yeah, it's easy to thank everybody or to thank God when everything's going good in your life. But you see, we want everybody, and I need everybody to be at the highest level, having the right attitude, the attitude of gratitude, and that's the people that are going to be thanking God for everything in, in their life, regardless of the situation, regardless of the circumstances. Come on. Amen. By faith. Glory to God. See, that's the people that are on their way to victory that God promises in His Word because they believe it. All right? They're not hung up on the circumstances of the situation in their life. They can walk in God's peace and God's joy knowing that, yeah, I'm going to go through this challenge. I'm going to go through this tragedy. I'm going to go through this struggle. But you know what? I've got greater is the one inside of me than the one that's in the world. I've got the promises in His Word. I can stand on those promises by faith, believing. Faith means that you know it because it's true. You believe it because His, His Word is true, not because you see it. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. You've got to learn to praise God even when you can't see the end result of your prayer. Just like we talked about in healing. You praise God for that healing until it comes. You know it's coming by faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. Amen. Hebrews eleven six. You just know it because God's word is true and God's word says it. I mean, you think about it. I was talking with a gentleman a while back and he said, I can't believe God for a miracle. I'm like, really? I said, are you born again? He said, yeah. I'm like, well, you believed him for one of the, that's the greatest miracle you'll ever believe for. Just salvation is the greatest miracle. What what did you base your belief on? Well, the word of God. Okay. Well, how do you believe for a miracle for finances? Well, you find the scripture. 
Alright? You stand on that Scripture. You believe that Scripture. Alright? And then you pray that Scripture. And then you, you refuse to believe anything contrary to that Scripture. Because naturally when you get in this process and the enemy's trying to beat you down, you stand strong and you refuse to believe what the enemy's trying to tell you because you're going to have people come across your path. Oh, you're going to be broke. You're going to lose everything you got. Are you going to fall in and believe them? Or are you going to continue to believe that God's got your back and that God's going to see you through it? Come on. And then the interesting thing that people seem to forget is to praise God. Praise God for the victory. I mean, that's four things that you can... You can if you will take those, it makes the perfect formula for anything that you're believing God for. Number one, you take His Word. Number two, you believe His Word. Number three, you refuse to believe anything that the enemy brings back against you that's going to be contrary to His Word. Understand, the enemy is going to do that. He wants to bring you, he doesn't want you to succeed. He doesn't want you to, to have that victory. And then last, but most importantly, that gets overlooked so much is to praise Him, thank Him for it. Thank Him by faith before you even see it and know that it's coming. Know that it's coming. Amen. I remember when Michelle and I were at Raymond and we had made some bad decisions with our finances and just about lost everything that we had. You know, we went through a hard time. We brought those, those consequences on our lives, ourselves, by choices that we made. So we had to walk it out. It was going to be tough for a while. But while we went through that process, I never gave up. I always confessed the Word of God over my life. And I always spoke positive while I was eating that bologna sandwich. All right? I kept believing God, and I know. And eventually what happened? Boom. We got the breakthrough. Got the breakthrough. You know, a year later, it was a year where it was tough. But I didn't quit. I didn't waver from the Word of God. We didn't quit. We continued to confess See, that's where you talk about the power of your words and the importance of the words that you speak over the situations in your life. You need to speak positively. It's positively. Amen. All right. I want to give you some simple principles to understand. If you want to live at the highest level with the right attitude, and I know you do, we want to be the ones that are grateful. Always grateful. Now, this, this first one is going to really sound dumb. All right? But it's so true. It's so true. So number one, you need to remember that our gratitude is just the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It is. Be quick to remind yourself that anything good you have, you have it because of God. That's why you have it, because of God. Right? You didn't get it by luck. You didn't get it because you won the lottery. You didn't get it because from hard work or, or your wisdom. Your wisdom came from God. You didn't get it from, from your good looks. Come on. I know some people think that. Where's Hamp at? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, there. Uh, just kidding, man. Love you, babe. <laughs> but listen, it's just the right thing to do. And be quick to remind yourself. See, we've got to remind ourselves sometimes. Remind yourself that you have what you have because of God. And it's just the right thing to do to thank Him. And see, about reminding yourself, that's where I'm talking about being intentional. Pushing yourself to do something that's not a natural response. Because it's our natural response is to, to fall into just looking at situations and circumstances in our life. See, then we get caught up and we can't take our eyes off of this. So then you begin to speak all the defeat and destruction that these circumstances are bringing your way. And now you're just sucked in and you're drawn in. Don't do that. 
Don't fall into that. Be intentional to push yourself away and to remind yourself of what God has done for you. Remind yourself of what He says in His Word and speak that over your life and over whatever situation. Don't get sucked into the circumstances. Don't get sucked in. It's easier said than done, but listen, the more you do it, the easier it gets. A life, living a life of faith gets easier the more you do it. The more you do it. Amen. Now, number two, our gratitude should be continual or never-ending, however you want to, whatever word you want to use there. It should never, always, 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 always. Psalm 68, 19, I like this out of the King James. It says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Daily, daily. He's blessing us with benefits daily. You should remind yourself of that. I I mean, put that scripture on your mirror so you never forget it. When you get up in the morning and you want to shave, instead of sitting there complaining about how many wrinkles are on your face, thank God that you're alive and you have air and you're able to have wrinkles on your face. Amen? (laughs) That's just what I do in the mornings. I don't know about y'all, but... (laughs) Listen, we're not just to be thankful one day a year. Or... One day a week when you make it to church. Right? One day a week is just not enough to thank God for all that He's done for you. You know, you, and, and let, let me just say this. If you're wondering where you stand on your thankfulness level, and this is harder for men, by the way, think about it like this. What would you, no, seriously think about this now. What would you do if Jesus Christ walked through that door? what would your reaction be? You see, I have such a revelation of what he's done in my life. I didn't always have that. You know, I can remember back when I would just want to shake his hand and walk out the side way. But at this point in my life, I have such a revelation of everything that he's done for me and my family and and everything. I mean, I would just be in awe. I'd be shocked. And I'd just fall at his feet to praise and worship him. But you can honestly, if you ask yourself that question, how would you respond? If your response was to be to go out this door, you need to see where your attitude is. All right? And that's just simple. That's just kind of a good way you can gauge yourself. Amen. All right. There's something said. He's given us a lot, okay? And we just read right there. He gives us blessings daily. Ooh, that's worth shouting about right there, right? So every day, we should be praising God to the highest. Our prayers should be full of praise and thanksgiving. Praise and thanksgiving. I mean, I thank God so much for Michelle there. I mean, and when she wants to snuggle, I thank God even more, you know. You know, it's just, you know, is that wrong? No. You you need to learn to be intentional, to praise God and thank Him all the time. All right? Let's not be salty. Hamp said, please don't use that word, Dad. Please don't use that word. You're not hip enough to use that word. (laughs) All right. For those of you that don't know, salty means kind of grumpy, grumbly. You know, kind of like Keith, you know, sometimes. I'm just kidding. I love you, buddy. (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Number three. Our gratitude should be widespread. Widespread. That means it needs to go everywhere. Learn that in everything give thanks. Not in some things, but all things, every area of your life. Every area of your life. And there's so many, there's just, I mean, the list could be miles and miles long 
of everything that God's done for us. But you just think about spiritual things. Just think about just the spiritual things that God's done for us. Well, to start with, if you didn't have anything but Jesus Christ himself, which we all have, well, my gosh, that's enough to praise him from now until the end of eternity, right? It is. But you see, God didn't stop there, did he? No. He gave us more. He gave us his word. He gave us his Bible. All right? And this... This is your operations manual for your Christian walk when you study it and you learn it and realize how to apply it to your life. Glory to God. But guess what? You know, and for ladies that like to read the instructions, there it is. Men that don't like the instructions, you need to learn to read. All right? But, and he didn't stop there, did he? But he promised us what? He promised us a helper. He said, I'm going to help you out. I'm sending somebody. I'm sending you an advocate. I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. He didn't stop. Didn't stop. And there's also, of course, the simple things. You know, your families, your health. You know, if you're successful in your career, you know what? Praise God for that. Because, see, God gifted you to do your career the way that you can do your career and to be successful in your career so that you could use your gifts in some way or fashion to advance the kingdom of God. Praise Him for that. Thank God for it. Don't get conceited and think it's all you doing it in your own strength. That's part of it too, but there's that balance. Remember, we said there's a balance to everything, right? But don't forget the simple things. Be quick to thank God for every simple thing that he's provided you for. I'll give you, I was walking out of the gas station the, the, the other day, and there was a penny on the ground. And I picked that penny up, and I said, thank God for provision. Put that, I always do that. Thank God for provision. I put that penny in my pocket, and the lady at the other pump saw me, and she said, Pfft. I don't even pick those things up. Well, where's your attitude? Right? That's a penny more than I had. I know it's just, don't look at, listen, don't get hung up. <laughs> See, that's an attitude of just expecting, well, I don't know, God's going to give me some, he better give me a million dollars. I ain't getting no penny, you know. Listen, when, you, when your attitude is so focused on that instead of the simple things, why would God bless you with something bigger? See, we, put our, we set ourselves up for failure a lot of times and don't even realize it. Amen. I was happy to have that penny. All right. Got quite a few of those. Well, glory to God. But let me say this. You've got to learn to even be thankful. And this is the most difficult time during the tragedies of life. How many of you know we live in a fallen world? And there's going to be tragedies. I'm sorry. I'm not confessing that over you or whatever. But we live in a, a sin-filled world. And there's going to be tragedies that we all have to deal with. Right? But Romans 8.28 says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. Amen. Be intentional, because you've got to be intentional a lot of times, to thank God during the tough times. I mean, I, I can tell, listen, I think everybody in here can probably relate and think when something tragic happens in your life, your first response is not to go, oh, thank you, Father, you know. Come on, let's be real. It's real church. That's okay. But you have to slow down, breathe, and then be intentional to push yourself. Father, I thank you, not for this situation. I thank you that you're going to be with me. I think your Holy Spirit's going to give me the wisdom, your peace, and the joy to walk through this situation. You're going to walk and see me all the way through this victory, and we're going to use, you're going to use this situation for my good to glorify you. Amen. Glory to God. And sometimes that's where you've got to be intentional. So you've got to push yourself to do that sometimes. 
Push yourself to do it. Amen. So you're not you're not praising him. See the thing is the thing is you're 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 praying God, you're thanking God for what you're dealing with, not because of what you're dealing with. All right, simply put, you're not praising him for what's in front of you, the circumstance. You're praising him by faith for the victory. All right? That's when, what happens when you put a type error in your notes, and you should, I should have reviewed that. <laughs> now listen, do you want to live at the highest level? Come on. We all want to live at the highest level. All right? Well, you've got to create or cultivate that attitude of gratitude. Right? It's not going to be a natural response. No matter how bad the circumstances get. And listen, we're going to face ups and downs in life. We always are. But learn to take the ultimate step of faith and say, God, you're greater than what's before me now. You're greater than this sickness. You're greater than this financial lack. You're greater than whatever is happening in your life. And glory to God, I thank you for the fact that you're greater. I thank you that you're with me through this. Amen. That's the ultimate step of faith. And some of you may be saying, well, I don't feel like thanking Him. Listen, don't thank Him by feelings. Alright? We walk by faith, not by what we see or what we feel. When you get hung up in reacting off of feelings, you're operating in the flesh, which means you're trying to satisfy your body. Alright? And when you're not operating in the Spirit. Being Spirit-led, as we all should be. Amen. We are not told to feel thankful, but to simply be thankful. And nothing shows your faith in God's sovereignty like thanking Him when times are rough. And He's a sovereign God. He's in control. How many of you know that? He's in control. You look at the news, they're going to tell you different. The world's falling apart. And yes, it's, there's some tragedy going on in the world right now. But God is still in control. Amen. You're thanking Him by faith for the victory over whatever circumstances you're faced with. And even before you see it. That's faith. That's faith. Now, number four, our gratitude will bring us pleasure. Alright? Thankful people are happy. They are. You may say... Well, if I had something to be thankful about, I'd be happy. Well, you missed the point. You missed that point. You do have something to be thankful for. You have Christ living on the inside of you. See, some, that's got to be that's got to be good enough for you. All right. Too often, people are, are reaching out and, well, I'm believing God for a million dollars to be happy. Well, their motives are wrong. Their attitude's wrong, and they're going after it the wrong way. Number one, they, usually the people that do that, they can't budget the $25,000 a year. So why would God bless them with a million dollars when they can't do anything good with the 25000 Amen? That's just being real. Being real. Attitude or gratitude? Some people may say, well, my, my circumstances are good. Oh, circumstances. I can't thank God. Well, Paul was in prison when he wrote this. And what was he doing? Praising God. He was praising God. You see, his gratefulness when he was in prison, all right, his thankfulness while he was there turned his prison into a palace. But you see, we get hung up in our life, right? We get hung up, and a lot of times our ungratefulness turns our palace into a prison. Oh, that's good. I'm preaching myself happy, maybe nobody else, but that's good. That is good right there. An attitude of gratitude will change your life. 
and thankful people are happy. Thankful people. I think about this. When I was putting this together, I was, I was praying. You know, I like to talk with God, just so y'all know, when I'm sitting in my office. I'm glad nobody else is sitting in there. But, um, and Mindy came to mind. Mindy came to mind. Everybody knows Mindy because she's so happy. She is so happy. I was just like, I wish I could be that happy. You know, she's happy about everything. She sees the good in every situation. She sees the good in every person. I was like, wow, how do you have that? You know, I want that. I want that, you know. Glory to God. But that's all good. It's all good. We've got to learn to be happy. And sometimes it's a choice. Sometimes it's a choice. Now, number five, our gratitude is possible. Now, let's go back and I want to look at verse 18 again. 18 through 20. It's eight, verse 18 says, Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 19. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. Verse 20. Give thanks for everything that God, to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you go back and you look, before we're told to give thanks in verse 20, in verse 18, tells us to be filled with the Spirit. This is how it's possible, okay? Living an attitude of gratitude is not a natural way to live. It's supernatural. What do we mean by that? Well, that kind of thankfulness is only possible out of a relationship with Jesus Christ and you're choosing to yield to the advocate and helper he sent for us to have to walk out this life and yield to the Holy Spirit and allow that Holy Spirit to guide you and to lead you into whatever it is that God's calling you to do. That's where it comes from. You see, the Holy Spirit is the substance of it, the source and the strength of it. So we're to be filled with the Spirit and we are to be given thanks, and that's the only way that we're going to be able to do it. Amen? So whether you're in prison like Paul was, or whether you're sitting at the table enjoying your Thanksgiving dinner, as most of us did on Thursday, we can praise God. No matter where we are in life, no matter what we're going through, we can praise God. An attitude of gratitude. Being thankful. You're not thanking Him for the tragedy but you're, provide, you're thanking Him for the victory that God's provided in advance by faith. Amen. It'll change your life. All the bitterness, the fear, the self-pity, the saltiness, all of that will, <laughs> will leave your life when you learn to practice the grace of gratitude. And push yourself. Be intentional to do it. Be intentional to do it. And it's all possible when you are also intentional to yield and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God promised us a helper. John fourteen sixteen, And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate to help you, and He will be with you forever. We serve an awesome God. Awesome God. Awesome God. He made a way, and He's given us, he's given us everything that we have. Everything we see. Everything we have. The amazing partners that you have, have in your life the magnificent children that you have in, there, in your life. Man, how often do you sit down and just really earnestly thank Him for that? Thank Him for the, the fact that some of you have magnificent retirement accounts. Thank you for the, thanking Him for that He gave you the wisdom and the, and the leading to, 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 to be, be disciplined with your finances so that you have that. How many times have we done that? 
Learn to do that. Learn to remind yourself to push yourself to be different, to be set apart, and to be thankful. And encourage yourself to be grateful. Cultivate and create that attitude of gratitude. Amen? It's very important. Very, very, and I promise you this. It's not going to be easy from the start. And some of you are sitting here and thinking, I'm, for, I'm always think people, well, don't stop. Don't stop and push yourself to be more grateful. You see, when you're, when you're more grateful, you're more out to serve than to be served. Right? And see, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to follow the example Jesus sent us and serve whichever way we can, no matter how that may be. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this day. And thank you so much for this wonderful time of year. And Father, I thank you for each and every person that came here. And I, I thank you that they received a word from you. And Father, I pray that that word goes into their heart, Lord, and begins to blossom throughout their spirit, Lord. And they begin to walk in a true revelation of who you are. And they begin to walk in the light of what they've been taught today. And Father, I pray that they don't lose any opportunity to just thank you or to thank their neighbor or to thank anybody around them, Father, and to praise you, Father. We can't thank you enough for each and everything that you've done in our lives. We can't thank you enough at all, Father. You are a glorious, glorious Father. Glorious, glorious Father. And before we go, with every head bowed and all eyes closed, I just want to take one minute. If there's anybody here and you say, and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Come on, that's the, reason, that's the reason the church is here. If that's you, just I want to take just a second to pray with you. And if that's you, I just ask that you raise your hand. Raise your hand. And, and I want to take a minute and just pray with you. Because I don't, want to, I don't want to never have an opportunity for people to leave this building and not get the most that they can have. Glory be to God. Well, thank you, Father. We're everybody's, we're all family, and that's good. Very, very good. And Father, we just thank you that as we go forth, Lord, I thank you that you're going to continue to open doors for each and every person. And I hope that, I pray that you'll, you'll continue to, to, to show people the path that you have laid out for them to walk, Lord, so that they can start walking this path and start walking into their part that it takes to create and to fulfill the vision for this church, Lord. Each and every person special. Father, I pray that they see their value in their selves. They see their gifts that they came from you. And they thank you for that. And we praise you, praise you, praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory to God. Thank you guys for being here.